live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. guys are going to want to share this one. Let's go, LFA family. We got some exclusive breaking news. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on. Good evening. Hello. How are you? It is 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that means you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is Live from America, and I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Me and Eli, we're brought to you by the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, baby, and it is a blessing and an honor for both of us to be able to do this job every single day for you. God bless you. Please rumble this video on your way in. And we're looking for five shares from everybody. I shared five times. Eli shared five times. Let's get it out there to the world. Big shout out to every LFA TV host. And we still got more coming your way. Will Johnson coming up next with Culture Wars as well. All right, folks, we got big, huge breaking news tonight. The exclusive news, Schumer caught red-handed, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Right now, we got to take the whole cold open and give it to Mr. Clay Higgins. Do you want to know what I love about the fact that we took over the House of Representatives? Because we have over 15 investigations happening all at once, from big to small, and we've got control over all the committees, all of the chairmen, are either MAGA or at least have a brain in their head and they're not rhinos. And we're really shaking up Washington, D.C., folks. Because one thing that we, is, you can be rest assured is with the House of Representatives, with that red wave that we definitely had, we're not going backwards. We're going forward. Maybe not at the speed that you would like to see. I understand that. But we're still moving forward. Who's ready for Mr. Clay Higgins? Five minutes of Clay Higgins dropping the mic on Secretary Mayorkas and not even giving the loser a chance to speak because he's a liar and there's no use in giving him a chance to speak, Clay Higgins says. This is definitely the video of the day. Thank Roll you, Mr. it. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Secretary, you stand in your testimony of the day regarding operational control our southern border, which by any reasonable man's definition has certainly been lost. You're standing on a word in the, in the legislation that gave birth to the specific loss and all illegal crossing and no one's ever. We'll take a drip. 
America be okay with that? Would you and your execution of your inaugurated president's policy have given America a flood? We've identified over 11 laws that you violated. Some of the most egregious, the Secure Fence Act, 2006, concerning operational control. Immigration Nationalization Act 236, Section C8, U.S. Code 1226, concerning detention. INA 241, Section A2, U.S. Code 81231, concerning detention. Immigration and Nationalization Act, Section D5, Alpha, 8 U.S. Code 1182, concerning parole. Telling them the laws he's broke. We've given you ample opportunity to, to, to seek some sort of honorable exit from your executive position, sir. And here we go. We take no pleasure in witnessing you dismantle yourself as a fellow American before the whole country. Your legacy, millions of illegals enter our country, millions under your watch, loss of operational control of our border, aligning DHS policy as an asset, the Mexican cartel drug and human trafficking, the disintegration of our national sovereignty, destruction of countless thousands of Texas family lives, overwhelming crime waves sweeping across our country, over a million criminal runners you call gotaways flooding into America, many carrying backpacks loaded with deadly fentanyl and meth, or herding teenage girls into prostitution, sex slave networks across America. 225,000 Americans dead from Mexican cartel drug overdose since you took office yep. two years ago. Yeah, and we can prove it. You and your inaugurated president, but mostly you, sir, because you have your whole mind about you, and you have a highly decorated background in border operations, so you're supposed to be the expert. You, sir, are the Secretary of Homeland Security who has failed in your sworn oath to protect our nation from invasion. You had an obligation to execute the president's policies or advise the president if his policies were bringing injury to America. Amen. Ultimately, your oath requires you to secure our nation's sovereign border with Mexico and do anything necessary to stop the Mexican cartels from trafficking endless wave upon human wave of illegals into America, along with miserable death, unspeakable grief, Graveyards filled from sea to shining sea with the bodies of American sons and daughters. Let's go. Dead yes. From fentanyl. Yes. You've brought generational trauma upon our country. I believe history will witness your era of service as a transitional time in our country. Well, what was America like? Before Secretary Mayorkas, Ooh. what was America like after him? Preach, Higgins, preach. Let's go. It's stunning that you could sit there and, and smugly grin Ooh. as if you've not miserably failed your country. We could give you money to 
to hire a thousand new border agents. Nobody wants to work for you. Ooh. They're coming forth. We can't keep up with the whistleblowers that are coming to testify against your command. Yes, let's go, people. Wake we can up. give you money to deploy all sorts of new technology. I have evidence in my file that you've given command to not deploy technology that you currently have. Oh, yes. Because it interfered with the cartel's business model. Oh. We're done, done, done with your lies to America. <laughs> it's shameful what you brought upon our country. Mr. Mr. Chairman, I have no interest in asking the secretary any questions. Mr. He Chairman. obfuscates and lies. Mr. Chairman. I yield. Oh, Mr. Chairman, I have no desire to ask this guy any questions. He obfuscates and lies. I, I, uh, I yield my time. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we've been waiting for. That's what we've been waiting for. And if you can just keep fighting a little while longer, if you keep, can, can, uh, keep fighting through these investigations, and if you can keep fighting to get us back to where we're going to be, whether you want to help or not, it's not your will, it's God's. That is when you're going to see the completion of this plan to drain the swamp. Let's go ahead, Eli. Let's give the Smarty Award of the Day today to that wonderful, wonderful representative, Mr. Clay Higgins. Sir, you definitely deserve the Smarty Award of the Day. How about that? How about that? He definitely deserves it. And it's just going to get better. As we continue to investigate, remember, we're in charge of all, A-double-L, baby, A-L-L, all of the investigations from here until the presidency. So let's just keep it coming. Let's keep bringing that flood of information coming. Please let me know who you are and where you're from because we're bringing on that rumble chat, baby, because the rumble chat's coming in hot. Eli, what do you think? We got a good show today, huh? Here we go. Nancy is in the building. How you doing, girl? Miranda Dolan is here. We love you. We love you. We love you. Moose for Trump. How you doing? Tina Cook is in the building. Music 73 is here. Evie Rosewood. How you doing? Michelle, good to see you. Rose is in the building. Deb is here. Darlene from Arizona. Missouri is in the house with Vicky. How you doing, girl? Good to see you. We've got Run Sun Trails in Wisconsin. Heather there, Land. Good to see you. Cindy Lou. Who? is in the building, drip, drip, flood, flood. Yes, exactly. This is great, says Buchanan. Hey, one step at a time, right? Alex, listening from Kansas. Good to see you, my friend. We've got North Kakalaki in the building. Come on and raise up. Ginny from Minnesota, how are you? Good to see you. Indiana in the building. We've got the vast Midwest, the flyover states where you do not mess with the, be- the great Midwest. I can tell you that, folks. We've got Pam from Ohio. Tommy is in the building. 43 Gators is here. We've got Roxy in the building. Suzanne, how you doing from Texas in the building? Larry Reha, Michelle, Gene, Eagle. Oh man, look at you guys. There is just too many of you to mention, but I love you. I love you. I love you. Let's go to the Bible because I love you, but I love God more. Don't hate me. It is what it is. I love you, but I love God more. So let's get into it. April 19th, year of our Lord, 2023. The idea of unfailing love is radical. Let me say that one more time for all those in the back. We're having a hard time hearing the idea of unfailing love, which you receive from God, is radical. There is no adequate model for for it in this world. Such love can be found only in me. 
in the very essence of who I am, even the most devoted parent, friend, or lover will let you down sometimes. But I am the eternal lover who will never, ever fail you. Psalm 147.11, the Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. And from 1 John 4.16, we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Before you turn out the light, have hope in me and my unfailing provision for you. And again, if you have not seen this morning's Rise Up Coffee and Jesus moments, folks, that's right. you get your Coffee and Jesus moments right there on Rise Up. If you have not seen this morning's show, Rise Up, you definitely want to. It's all about forgiveness, and it might even convict even you. Don't believe me? Take the test. Let's find out. Anyway, folks, uh, let's go to the Lord's Prayer, and then we'll get right to business. Amen? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I would like to know, somebody's talking about the American pecan. That American pecan, let me tell you, that is the greatest coffee that I have ever had in my life. (laughs) I'm telling you that. And we have the decaf version as well. So if you can't have caffeinated coffee for whatever reason, uh, then we have the decaf version uh, as well. Let me ask you this, ladies and gentlemen, how many of you can say the Lord's Prayer with me word for word? Let me know in the comment threads, and I will be spending the next couple nights going through the comments below from the last three days of shows, okay? So today, yesterday, and the day before, I'll be going through the lower comments tonight, and I'll be answering them. So let me know, even in the chat right here, how many of you can actually say it from the beginning to the end? Let me know. All right, we're approaching 3,000 people. Please, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, look how fast this chat's going. Look at that. That that chat be cranking. Wow, look at that. 100 mile an hour all the time. Rumble this video right there. You guys see it. Rumble this video. Turn that thumb green. Share it. Let's go. First and foremost section. Biden regime announces another military package to Ukraine. Boo. Boo. Nobody wants to hear that. And I don't know how this man can keep giving money to Ukraine without congressional approval, or maybe Congress approves it and we don't know about it. I don't know, but thank you for Christina Layla for the story. The Biden regime is sending another military package to Ukraine. The details of the latest military package to Ukraine will be announced later. Well, of course they will be. We don't want, we, no way we can know them now. How can you say we're going to give you another military package and then not tell us what the military package is? Is it a blank check military package? How much military packages and, and uh, aid are we going to continue to send these people when we have the homelessness going on? When we have the crisis with the inflation going on? When we have the gas prices on the rise with no end in sight because of the uh, strategic reserves being completely depleted because of Joey Applesauce. 
This announcement comes after leaked documents revealed U.S. Special Forces are on the ground in Ukraine. So here's the thing. We would not even have known about it if it wasn't for the leak. But some of us believe the leak was controlled anyway. And this is just their way of, uh, oh, by the way, yeah, this is happening. The newly leaked defense documents show Western forces on the ground in Ukraine. Biden sent U.S. soldiers to Ukraine. Yes, we know. But now the document exposed, the document looks into what has happened to the military weapons that have been given there. The document, uh, the documentary uh, exposed that only 30% of the of weapons given to Ukraine reached their final destination. That's another thing. We can't even track the weapons. We can't track the money. This was a documentary that CBS put out. We can't track the weapons. We can't track the money. We have no receipts for anything. So yes, it is one big giant scam. And I would like to know where this stuff is ending up. We already know that they're stealing diesel fuel. We already know that they're stealing regular gas. I would like to know where is it all going? Is there, are they stockpiling in Ukraine? Is the United States selling it on the black market and enriching themselves through Ukraine, which they would always do anyway? Like that's the thing we don't know. We don't know where the weapons are going. We don't know where the money is going. But we do know that some of the weapons are ending up in the hands of the Nazi Azov Battalion. Eli, who was it who was just hanging out with the Azov Nazi Battalion? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. You know, the Star Wars loser. Mark Hamill. Uh, yeah, he was just hanging out with the Ukrainian military. But what he didn't know is it was the Azov Battalion. <laughs> it was the Azov Battalion Regiment of the Military. So there you go. You're putting it all over Instagram and twi- Twitter and TikTok, uh, taking pictures with Nazis, self-proclaimed Nazis with Nazi tattoos. There you go. May the force be with you, dummy. Is that Eli? Oh, I know. Yeah, he, he, had, he had nothing but nice things to say. About them. Hey, uh, Star Wars and uh, all you Disney losers, I've got something for you. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Yes, you are. You will always be garbage in my mind. You'll always be garbage in my mind. So, yeah, I have nothing else to report on that because I don't know how much they're giving them. However, I do want to get into Mark Elias, which is a a, a Hillary attorney, an election attorney that went after uh, Carrie Lake. And uh, the the Democrats use Mark Elias, this scumbag attorney, for all of their dirty deeds, all of their swamp donkey, swamp culture deeds, the deeds that they want done that are actually not within the law. But this guy's so crafty and and has got so much money. He's got so much funding and resources that he can just put together lies all over the world, steal elections, and then get other people punished for actually questioning those elections? Yeah, Mark Elias. Well, guys, Mark Elias and the Democratic Party are now being accused of possible criminal violations of both the Federal Elections Campaign Act, FECA, FECA. Sounds like fecal. They are fecal matter. Anyway, FECA and the Federal Criminal Code. Now, again, I understand that every day we, we um, expose or we report on more investigations happening or more things happening, this, that, and the other. I know that the first thing that comes to your mind is, okay, cool, what now? Well, exposing them to the world, what we're doing is always the first step. Then you pile on the investigations And then when DAs in counties, which we're already working on and pushing and leaning on, when they decide to bring up charges and indictments on these people, that is a step. When we get the White House and the DOJ back, that's a bigger step. But when Donald Trump is telling you, I am going to be back in that White House, 
I am going to drain this swamp like I told you I was going to do. And this time I'm going to drain it to a point where you won't even find a speck or a remnant of it left. And then we will truly, truly make sure that this evil never, ever comes back in the United States of America. Why don't you believe him? You know, it's really weird because you've got all these diehard Trumpers, all these big bang MAGA Trumpers, right? You've got all these people uh, that are uh, uh, so, so behind Trump, but at the same time, they're like, well, I'm not, I don't believe that's going to happen. Well, he's got plans and he's got uh, committees and people all around the country who are working on these plans right now. And then when it gets ready to fully explode and he's doing a rally every single day, uh, Eli, is there something going on with Rumble? And we just lost like 400 people, like bam. Okay. I just want to know. I just want to make sure that we're not, uh, we don't keep going if, some, if something's completely wrong because we just lost a ton of, uh, of our audience. But anyway, uh, you got to understand the guy knows what he's doing. He's got a plan and he's got people like us on the ground, you, myself, and many others who are executing these plans as we basically on God's timing. Whenever it's time for us to take the next step, we take the next step. He's going to need all of you on point. He's going to need you at your highest. Like you're, you're, you've got to be operating on a very high frequency. For This is it. This is it. So it's either you believe in him and you're, and you're optimistic or you don't believe him and you're pessimistic. Look, I, I understand knowing the risks. I get that. But there's a huge difference. There's a huge difference. Yeah, those numbers are going down huge, Eli. I wonder if that's even real. Yeah, really odd. I'm just rumble, rumble, rumble. I was freezing a lot, said somebody had to restart my phone. I'm still here. We need Fox. Okay. All right, we're just going to keep going. So So yeah, they're they're uh they're now being investigated for this. So let's get into this. Mark Elias, who was Hillary Clinton's attorney, failed uh in her failed attempt to win the presidency in the presidential election in 2016. He became famous after the 2020 election because Mark Elias started going around the nation, got himself involved in numerous actions and lawsuits and efforts to put in place mail-in ballots and ballot drop boxes everywhere and steal elections. These efforts allowed the Democrat Party to drop off ballots in elections that were not valid from where they came from, i.e. in the millions, ladies and gentlemen, millions Uh, of these ballots lacked chain of custody documentation, lacked signatures, lacked uh, anything that you would need to have a valid ballot, right? Well, now, ladies and gentlemen, because of people like James O'Keefe and and, and exposing Act Blue to a level in which we were never able to do, counsel for the committee to defeat the president, Dan Backer, sent a letter to the DOJ, excuse me, encouraging them to look into alleged illegal action committed by Mark Elias and the DNC. Americans deserve to know the truth about the Democratic Party's shady money laundering schemes, especially when campaign funds are supposed to be spent in one way and they get spent in another way. Based on the committee's robust research and Elias's uh, own shady past, it seems pretty clear that Elias and the other Democrats have engaged in false reporting and that cannot go unchecked. Talking about to the FEC, the Federal Elections Commission, a letter uh, from the FEC obtained by Fox News Digital acknowledged the receipt of the complaint. And in the letter, Backer wrote to um, to uh, Herb Herbally about possible criminal violations of both the Federal Elections Campaign Act, FECA, and the Federal Criminal Code, allegedly committed by the DCC and Elias Law Group. 
says, I hope that you will not allow the Biden administration's political appointees within the Department of Justice to allow President Biden's close political allies to gain an unfair advantage in the electoral process by violating criminal law with impunity. Backer pointed out that the FICA requires each political committee to report to the FEC the purpose of each of its operating expenditures over $200 and that in a series of FEC filings over the course of 21, 22, uh, 21 and 22, the DCC reported making a total of $5 million. $177,460 in payments between October 19th and 2021, or excuse me, October 19th, 2021, and July 15th, 2022, to the Elias Law Group for recount legal services. So what they're doing is they're paying this guy for invoices that he's making up about things that didn't happen so that this guy can go and do shady stuff behind the scenes that, he, that he's not allowed to do for a party under Federal Election Commission law. And that's what, these guys, that's what we're trying to get down to the bottom of. So ladies and gentlemen, all of this stuff that we're like getting down to now, making sure that everything over $200 was accounted for and all that, you got to understand the reason why this is happening is because they set the precedent, not us. They set the precedent for all this stuff. Not us. So uh, totally knocked me out of rumble. Wow, numbers are going down, somebody said. Um, Yeah, it looks like a lot of people are getting kicked out, Eli. Hmm. Okay, well, we're going to keep going either way. Nope, it is what it is. Um. And now, ladies and gentlemen, while we're exposing and talking about these Democrats, we've got to keep an eye on people that are literally, by law, not fit to hold office. Like, I understand that you and I might not like somebody. We, there, there might be people out there that we think are unfit, like AOC, like Rashida Tlaib, uh, even in the Republican Party, uh, like Santos. I think he's unfit for office, to be honest with you. L- like, zero uh, integrity whatsoever. So I don't care if you've got an R or a D in front of your name or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. What matters to me, ladies and gentlemen, is are you qualified to even have a conversation? I mean, there's qualified and unqualified, and then there's seriously unqualified. And what I mean seriously unqualified is John Fetterman. So we've got to be able to hold these people accountable. We, the people of this country, since he's a U.S. senator, we can't just rely on the people of Pennsylvania because clearly it's not getting done. So we've got to come up with some kind of a plan to get people like John Fetterman, people like Joe Biden, under an, an, a non-biased uh, health care professional and say, look, is this person fit to run heavy machinery? Is this person fit to operate something uh, of, of, of like a, a tractor trailer on the main roads? Because if they're not fit to do that, then they cannot be fit to have our best interest and our safety at their, uh, at their priority or at heart. You know what I'm saying? So let's get back to John Fetterman here because now he's back on the job wearing a suit this time, but he's a chairman of a subcommittee and he's an absolute train wreck and the worst part about it is as much like transgenderism you've got people in the room applauding this lobbying for this supporting this and they're all sitting there and you know what they're all thinking they're all like oh man this guy is absolutely terrible but oh yay we're 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 showing love to the handicap everybody look at us We're showing love to the handicapped. There's got to be something special about us. But really, it's like, good, yay. Okay, there's there's places where you can go make people feel special, whether they're handicapped or whether they had a stroke or whatever. They don't need to have our safety in their hands. That's the problem. Here's the train wreck. It's John Fetterman today. 
unbelievable. I called to this hearing of the U.S. Senate Subcommittee and Food and Nutrition, Specialty Crops, Organics, and Research to order. Watch the guy behind him. <laughs> Chairwoman Stevenow. And Ranking Member Boozman, thank you so much for coming. I thank you for your leadership. Hold on, on hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like the, guy, the guy's stroke does not allow him to have the correct uh, tone in what he's saying, you know, to back up the words or the sentences that he's saying. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like, I mean, obviously he's reading, right? But he's like, hello, it's good to be here today. With all of you for greatness next to me on my right. Oh, I mean, it's just there's no he doesn't he doesn't have what it takes to even formulate a sentence with the proper tone that would go with the word that would go in the sentence. There's just no grammar there. There's no ability to even say anything correctly. And these people are all like. Oh, you got it. You got it. This is just as bad as Jill Biden letting Joe Biden go out there and do his stuff. Let's move back to it. Terrible. And ranking member Boozman, thank you so much for coming. I thank you for your leadership on this committee, and I look forward to working with you to pass a farm bill. A farm bill that works for small far farmers, rural communities, and hungry Americans. I would also like to thank my ranking member, Senator Braun. Senator Braun. I look forward to working closely with you. SNAP is one of the most effective programs to fight hunger and poverty in the country. Talking about welfare. In my time in effort in IFAS, as IFAS? the mayor of Braddock to lieutenant governor to now, I have heard from Pennsylvanians about their support for a SNAP. Hunger is not a Republican or a Democrat issue. It's all of our issue that we have to take it on. Wow. Wow. Look at that guy behind him. He's like, oh, this is We so need hard. to come together and stop playing political games with Americans' access to food. Americans like Chair, about Corey Jor from the north to the town of Northeast in Pennsylvania, he tells me that his victim was skimming which was when somebody stole money and he relied from its SNAP EBT. Mr. Jor is not the first Pennsylvanian I've heard this from. I fear he won't be the last. And I will work in this farm bill to modernize SNAP to work to recipients in the 21st century. I look forward to from hearing from you, your witness on this nutrition, assistance on the farm what? bill. And... I will now turn to Senator Braun for any opening comments. Oh, please turn to, to somebody. This guy makes Biden look like a genius, man. This guy makes Biden look like an absolute judge. I was in an IFIS. I was in. He just doesn't get it. Like, look, we can make fun of the guy all we want. Now everybody talks about the lump. I have not seen a good enough so, uh, picture of him since he's been out to see the lump. They keep that pretty hidden. You know what I mean? You're going to have to show me an, abs an absolute close-up of him from one side so I can see. I've not seen the lump. I don't know if it's there or not. What I do know is that can't happen. 
That literally cannot happen. Thank you, Ron4T, for the donation. God bless you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what happened to the audience. Obviously, like 1,500 people left really quickly. So if you could just do me a favor, if you've not done so yet, please reach down, rumble that video, because we never, ever stop. Never, ever stop. Uh, all right. Again, that, that, that can't happen. That cannot be the bar of America. That cannot be what we, uh, you know, our standard of America. That's just too dangerous. That's, that's not logical. Let me know if you agree. It's just not logical. Something like that is not sustainable. And it's just, it, it's basically a, uh, you're putting Americans at risk. You are. All right, folks, we're going to go and we're going to talk about OFP Farms. OFP Farms, you know what they told me? I said, how are you guys doing? They said, you know, every time that you, uh, you know, mention OFP Farms and do a read for us, we get like five orders. I'm like, that's incredible. For a small business who barely makes ends meet as it is, that to me is absolutely incredible. And we're keeping family farms alive, ladies and gentlemen. But one thing I haven't read about is their magnesium product. So I'm going to read about them now. Now, I don't know a lot about magnesium. My wife, all about this kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that I'm not. I'm saying I'm learning it. But she is really, really, really uh, knowledgeable about this stuff. So when OFP Farms uh, reached out to me, my wife's like, yeah, we're definitely doing this. Do you have chronic pain? Are you tired? Are you sore? Then they have uh, magnesium uh, products at OFP Farms. And why magnesium? Because magnesium is an essential nutrient for cell growth, function, and regeneration. Most people are deficient in magnesium. Who would have ever known? Without realizing it, industrialized farming has made it challenging to acquire the proper amount of daily magnesium for food sources these days. Especially nowadays, they're putting the vaccine and everything. OFP Farms magnesium products are packed with a combination of nutrients and essential oils, which help you feel rested, more relaxed, and provide a good source of magnesium via a topical approach. Pain starts to fade as the magnesium works to help reduce inflammation, balancing blood flow, and allowing a recovery process to be uh, to begin. Get relief for sore muscles, tired joints, aches, headaches. I'm telling you what, between this CBD and Field of Greens, I, I think we, we might be creating superhumans. Eli, it might not even be legal. It might not even be legal. Huh. We'd have superhumans everywhere. Uh, you're welcome to their website, ladies and gentlemen. It's OFPFarms.com, OFPFarms.com. Leave a five-star review if you're happy with their product after you've received it. And, ladies and gentlemen, they're God-fearing, patriotic, small family farm. They package everything themselves. They produce it. They ship it out. OFP Farms, promo code LFA15. And I believe it's the same thing with Sean. So, Lima Foxtrot Alpha, 15% off. All right, folks, moving on to the next section here. There are still some Democrats out there with a brain. There are still some Democrats out there with a brain. And who am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about RFKJR. That is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Folks, I want to show you something. Um, he's now on the campaign trail, right? He's now getting in front of audiences. He's now dra- uh, People are now coming out to see him. And you want to know why? Because Robert F. Kennedy Jr., or Robert Kennedy Jr., I should say, Robert Kennedy Jr. is one of the last... Kennedy Democrats from the 60s. He's one of the last Democrats that actually have a brain. Now, would I vote for Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? No, of course I would not. Of course I would not. Not in a million years. Unless I was a Democrat and I was voting in a Democrat primary. Or I might even, you know what? I might even vote for him over a big rhino. If there was a huge rhino that was up against him, I might, that's how much of a normal Democrat 
Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is. So I actually applaud the fact that he's running as a Democrat because he's actually got some, some, some real support in the Democratic Party. The real Democrats, not the crazy party that they've become. I'm talking about real Democrats. Let me show you this video, and then, um, and then we'll talk about something, all right? Check out this video. He's already got more support than Biden. It's crazy. This is what, this is what happens when you censor somebody for 18 years. <laughs> he knows a lot about censorship. I got a lot to talk about. They shouldn't have shut me up that long. Because now I'm going to really let loose on them for the next 18 months. They're going to hear a lot from me. This is what, this is what happens when you censor somebody for 18 years. I just want to play that part real quick. So, he knows what censorship is like. His own party has been censoring him for 18 years. He said, this is what happens when you censor somebody for 18 years. I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. And that's great. Now, here is my thing. Now, I don't, everybody's going Trump Kennedy, Trump Kennedy. Make sure you win the presidency, Trump Kennedy. I don't, no, no, no. I'm, I don't, I don't uh, subscribe to that. I don't endorse that in any way. But what I will say is this. What I will say is this. It is almost 100% sure that if Robert Kennedy starts gaining Democratic steam, they'll steal the nomination from him like they did Bernie, right, Eli? Like they did Bernie. They'll steal, the, they'll steal the primary from him and they'll just take it for themselves like they did Bernie Sanders, right? That's what they'll do. So what's going to happen? Here's what I'm predicting. Robert Kennedy is going to make a viable run in the Democratic Party for the Democratic uh, nomination. He's going to make a viable run. And I can already tell right now because he's already got a backing that's bigger than the four little circles that Joey Applesauce paid people to stand in and look stupid. So, he's going to gain a lot of steam in the Democratic Party. They're going to steal the nomination from him. They'll wipe him out of existence. And then you know what he's going to do? He's going to back Trump. That's what's going to happen. That is my prediction. He's going to back Trump. And when he backs Trump, he will take an entire Democrat base, center-left, that follows him because he's center-left, because he has a brain. Those are the low-hanging Democrats that we need to win the presidency. Those are the low-hanging Democrats, and I believe that he would. I believe that he would, once they steal the the primary from him, which they're going to do, they're never going to let him win. They're never going to let him in. They've censored him for the last 18 years. Then you know what he's going to do? He's going to say, you know what? We need Trump. I am predicting that right now. What's the date today? April 19th? Let's see if that's correct. There's no way I would say that I would want Trump and him to run together. No way. No way. But I will say that I would vote for that guy over some rhinos. I would say that. I would say that. So uh, would you like to see Trump as a president and RFK as vice president? Just a question. No, I wouldn't, Jen. I wouldn't, Jen. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to see that. Um, Jeremy, stop calling Joey applesauce. I can't hear applesauce anymore. Roger Stone said Trump is thinking of Kennedy for vice. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I don't. I, I mean, hey. To each their own. I just, I just wouldn't want that as a Trump voter. Not at all. Uh, but I'll, you know what? If, if Trump goes with it, I'm not going to hate on it. I'm not going to hate on it. But I would honestly, if you ask me my personal honest opinion, my personal and honest opinion would be uh, that, that uh, 
he's going to run for Democrat and they're going to screw him out of the primary and then he'll back Trump. And that, that, would, be even, that would be even bigger. That would be even bigger. Uh, he'd get those voters anyway. So, all right. Now let's go to the great state of Michigan because Michiganders, I didn't know that, by the way, until last year when I went to Michigan. Michiganders uh, are going to love this because Gretchen Whitmer, Governor Gretchen Whitmer there, she is under investigation for CCP and Taliban business deals. Now, I've got a brand new soundbite. Ed, Eli, ready? I got a brand new soundbite. I could not let this soundbite go to waste. And this is going to be one of those um, soundbites when you're really excited and you're like, oh, let's go. So the fact that Governor Gretchen Whitmer is being uh, investigated right now for CCP and Taliban overseas business deals, let's cue our inner Mike Crispy. Let's go, baby. Yes, Frankie. <laughs> One more time. Let's go, baby. Yes, Frankie. <laughs> yes. Let's go, baby. Hold on. One more Mike Crispy soundbite. You ready? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's get into it. This is great. I love it. Michigan State Senators Lena Thies, Ed McBroom, Joe Bellino, Dan Lowers, and Kevin Daly announced yesterday they are investigating Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer's deal with Goshen after it was revealed that the battery manufacturing company has close ties with the Taliban and the Chinese Communist Party. Whitmer's deal with the company says that the state of Michigan will provide Goshen with state taxpayer dollars in exchange for Goshen to build a plant in Michigan. In a statement released yesterday, these senators said, we are writing to urge you to use all federal resources available to immediately investigate whether Goshen High Tech Company, LTD, as registered on the Swiss Stock Exchange, has ties or contracts with foreign countries to have an adversarial relationship with the United States of America. Of course they do. We know the CCP is doing this, which, by the way, our exclusive breaking news is coming up right next, so you're not going to want to miss that. Of course they do. In light of the time sensitive of this matter, we kindly request that the work that you work to take swift action. Your prompt attention to this issue is greatly appreciated, and we look forward to hearing from you soon. The Michigan lawmaker's statement described Goshen as a company with direct ties to the Chinese Communist Party, which presents a national security risk. Yes, it does. The plan has come under scrutiny for its secrecy and lack of oversight, which may present environmental and public safety as well. Yes, of course she's got money and dealings with the CCP. The CCP and George Soros, you know exactly which people they're, uh, they belong to because you just follow the money. That's all you do. You just follow the money. So we're going to keep you updated on that because I expect that to continue. Look, ladies and gentlemen, we are in the year of, of investigation. So get used to that right now, okay? We are in the year of investigation. The rest of this year, we should be focused on one thing and one thing only. Securing the elections in these states by making sure that we continue to turn Democrats into Republicans, by making sure that ranked choice voting never happens again, by making sure that we continue to crack down on these mail-in ballots, and by continuing to get out there with Scott Pressler, register Republicans, and ballot harvest ourselves. That is one thing that we have to do no uh, hands down. But the other thing that we have to do is investigate, 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 investigate. It is our time to do that. They investigated Trump for six years and they loved every bit of it. Don't you think that you would like to chew on the bones of investigation or chew on the meat, the steak of investigation down to the bone? I want to gnaw that baby down to the bone before I break it in half. I don't know about you. This is the year of investigations. 2024 will be the year that Donald Trump... uh, 
takes the country by storm, wins the presidency, and 2025 is will be the year of arrests. Mark my word. Mark my words on that. All right? Now, let's get to the breaking news of the day. You guys ready for this? This is what we do this for. I want to thank our friends, our partner, Ava Chen, for getting this out to me. Do you guys remember, I don't know how you could forget, the uh, 40 Chinese officials that were charged and the two that were arrested? Well, let me give you a little background on who these two gentlemen are that arrested. One of them named, he's a CCP New York Deputy Council General, and his name is Wu Ziming. Wu Ziming. Another one is a CCP agent by the name of Harry Liu. They were both arrested yesterday. Do you want to know the crazy thing about being arrested yesterday for being Chinese operatives and agents working in the United States of America as police, uh, literally executing their own law? They're both bailed out of jail today. One of them was bailed out, or yesterday, one of them was bailed out for $200,000. The other one was bailed out for $400,000. Now, you ready for the breaking news? Chuck Schumer, Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams. Well, here you go. Boom. Thank you very much. Ava Chen, thank you, Miles Guo team. Thank you for the NFSC for giving us all the dirt on who we needed to know. I bet you won't see this picture in the mainstream media. Chuck Schumer, Eric 8th grade Adams. There is Harry Liu. There is CCP New York Deputy Council General uh, Wu Jiaming. And this was a CCP police station in New York City as they warmly celebrate the U.S. Fujinese Association. And there's Chuck Schumer and Eric 8th grade Adams helping them, facilitating them, knowing they exist. Ava told us yesterday that they've known for six years they exist. This proves it. They helped them start this. They helped them start this police station. And now we are led to believe that the American uh, uh, justice system and the FBI raided them, shut them down, charged them, and arrested them when they let him out the same day for two and $400,000 bail while Miles Guo was still locked up. These guys are operating under CCP law in the United States of America. Chuck Schumer knows about it. Mayor Eric 8th grade Adam knows about it. They endorsed it. They helped fund it, if you ask me. Now, I don't have any proof that they helped fund it, but come on, because if they're not getting a kickback from it, then what the hell are they doing there? There you go, ladies and gentlemen. If we are going to arrest New York Deputy Council General Zhu, uh, Wu Jiaming and we're going to arrest Harry Liu, then isn't that, tre- isn't that treason of some sort? Well, not for them if they're not American nationalists, but it is treason for Chuck Schumer and Eric 8th grade Adams, so we need to follow this, folks. We need to follow this as far as it goes. We need to go down this rabbit hole. Thank you to Ava Chen. This is why we're working with them, so we can expose the real evil of this country. We can expose the real puppeteers of the meat puppet, which is Joe Biden, and the rest of his uh, crime syndicate family, and that is the Chinese Communist Party. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is not a photo edit. That is not a Photoshop. That is a real picture, and you're not going to see that on mainstream media. Boom. Unbelievable. Where's my Mike Crispy thing? Let's go, baby. Yes, Frankie. Wow. Where's my other one? There it is. Let's get some Mike Crispy. Unbelievable. We need that. Unbelievable. <laughs> so here's what I'm asking. 
I need you guys to take this part, uh, take this video. I mean, I know you guys already have done it, but listen, nobody else is talking, has talked about this. This is breaking news here. So we need to let the world know that if you want to know what's really going on in New York, if you really want to know Fox News, what's going on since you're reporting on this as well. I saw you reporting on this. It was absolute trash, by the way. You didn't, you didn't tell anybody anything at all about this. You just said, oh, this happened. Oh, cool. Uh, this is probably the biggest story of the year. Probably the biggest story of the year. Chuck Schumer and Eric Eighth Grade Adams, both from New York, living it up, loving it up. Yes, we will make a short clip of that. We will. But in the meantime, get it out there, folks. Get it out there far and wide, okay? Um, Speaking of Fox News and their uh, lawn chair, folding like a lawn chair settlement to Dominion, I told you I thought something was really wrong with that, right? Well, mainstream media is celebrating Fox News' settlement with Dominion voting machines. They absolutely love the fact that Fox News settled with them for $750 million. You've got CNN laughing, joking. They're all giddy. You've got political journalists laughing, joking. Jake Tapper laughing, joking. ABC was quick to share the news. Dominion CEO said that Fox admitted to telling lies about Dominion. That was ABC, right? Then you had, uh, who else jumped on it here? Uh, Sky News jumped on it. There we go. Sky News, oh, CBS jumped on it, MSNBC jumped on it, NBC jumped on it. Okay, so the mainstream media was like, oh, this is like hyenas and jackals jumping on a dead animal, a dead carcass, right? And hey, look, I'm, I'm right there laughing along with you because I think Fox News is garbage and I think they're in on so much more than you and I will ever know, whatever. I hope they fail. I hope everybody there goes out of a job and I hope the good people there start their own platforms. Anyway, I decided let's go back in time. To when the left, actually these same exact people, the Newsweeks, the Politicos, the CNNs, let's go back in time to when they were questioning, oh, excuse me, did I say questioning? I mean literally vilifying voting machines, saying they're too easily hacked. Well, here we go. This is CBS. Let's bring this up. This is why I love the internet. This is CBS. Why voting machines in the U.S. are easy targets for hackers. (laughs) This was from September 19th, 2018. Why voting machines in the U.S. are easy targets for hackers. Tens of thousands of voting machines in the United States are vulnerable to hacking. They have been successfully dismantled and attacked by security researchers for years to demonstrate their vulnerability. Well, there you go. That was CBS in September 19th, 2018. Why? Well, who was president then? Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump. Let's go to the New York Times. Let's go to the New York Times. This is an old one here. I like this one. This is from 2018 as well. This is from September 26, 2018. The crisis of election security. Whoa. The crisis of election security as the midterms approach Americans' electronic voting systems are more vulnerable now than ever. Why isn't anyone trying to fix them? Well, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Well, how about... How about Politico? Let's go see what Politico said. Since Politico was one of the ones that jumped on this bandwagon, let's go to a Politico, uh, August 13, 2018. Why U.S. elections remain dangerously vulnerable to cyber attacks. <gasps> Whoa. By mid-evening, John Ossoff, the leading Democrat, had 50.3% of the vote, enough to win outright without the need for a runoff against the closest Republican challenger then overnight. Republicans came back and won. (gasps) 
Whoa, that sounds eerily familiar to something we went through in 2020, right before they were trying to scream about Donald Trump stealing the election. Huh, funny. Well, how about this one? This one's from The Guardian. The Guardian jumped on that too, so let's go. Guardian says, kids, hack a conference to show how easily U.S. elections can be sabotaged. And then we scroll down here. There it is right there. Hacking the U.S. midterms is child's play. Bianca Lewis, 11 11 years old, has many, many hobbies. She likes Barbies, video games, fencing, and singing and hacking the infrastructures behind the world's most powerful democracy. She's taking part in a competition organized by her school. Well, there you go, folks. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. All of these people did the exact same thing that Fox News did. So my question is, why did Fox News cave so quickly? What was in it for them? I said earlier, didn't I? They could have easily subpoenaed Mike Lindell, they could have easily subpoenaed Mike Lindell's entire IT team that, that, that pulled these things apart. They could have subpoenaed J- Javon Hutton Pulitzer. They, uh, they could have subpoenaed his team that actually hacked one of these things in Atlanta while he was giving a speech at a hearing in the, in the Georgia Senate, if you guys remember that one, right? And then Fox News and all of their resources could have easily talked about all of this that I'm talking about right now to show bias and to show the fact that they didn't do anything that these people didn't do. It's not like we didn't use Dominion election software and Dominion election voting machines in 2018 because we did. Here's one from Newsweek. Election hacking. Voting machine supplier admits it used hackable software despite past denials. And folks, it can go on and on and on and on and on. Long story short, do you know what we need to do? Mike Lindell suggests that we need to burn these things down, melt them down, and make prison bars. I've got something I'd like to do. I'd like to get these Dominion machines. I'd like to line them up one after the other, and I'd like to have about 50 of these mini Tackrite chainsaw chains on hand, and I'd like to cut through these bad boys, and I'd like to, and I'd like to video it put it live on Rumble, and I'd like to cut through each and every one of these Dominion voting machines with my amazing, highly powerful, and extremely limited Tack Right Mini Chainsaw. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. If you got one of these, I think you could cut through one of those pieces of plastic garbage any day of the week. How many people have a Tack Right Mini Chainsaw? I'll tell you what, spring cleaning is about to be over. Mom and dad, they got a day coming up. I believe it's Mother's Day and Father's Day. And this is a perfect gift for any of them. Even if your children are older and they have kids, this is a perfect Father's Day or a Mother's Day gift for them as well. It can be passed down. It can be passed up. Either way, these things are awesome. So go to TacRightLFATV.com. Again, TacRightLFATV.com. Arthur says he has six of them. Jen has two of them. How bad you know what are they? They are extremely awesome. So get yours today, TacRightLFATV.com, and get you cutting up some Dominion voting machines. I wish, I wish somebody would come sue me. I wish they would come and sue me. What are you going to get? What are you going to get? A couple sound bites and a couple uh, 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 bobblehead dolls of uh, uh, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland? Come and sue me. Here you go. You get a dum-dum. There you go. Dum-dum award of the day goes to you. Sue me, morons. Anyway, moving on as we are running out of time, we got to go to uh, MTG 
because Marjorie Taylor Greene is winning her stock back in my book a little bit anyway. She absolutely destroys Eric Fartwell today. Eric Fartwell decided he was going to call on on uh, uh, call the name out of, of Marjorie Taylor Greene in one of his stupid little rants. And Marjorie Taylor Greene lets him have it. If you haven't seen this, ladies and gentlemen, this is exactly what I would do. And I'm glad somebody is there that would do what I would do, even with her faults. I've got mine too. Check it out. I'm also concerned about people on this committee and their own anti-police rhetoric. This is a defund the FBI campaign effort. Mm -hmm. That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy. And everyone knows it. Oh, I move to take her words down. Oh, of course you do, Democrat loser. Completely inappropriate. Yeah, stand by just a second while we research the rule. Um, Give me just a second. The chair uh, recognizes the gentlelady from Georgia and asks if she would like to retract those words. No, I will not. Yeah! Where's the Mike Crispy soundbite now? Let's go, baby! Yes, Frankie! <laughs> there it is! I mean, that was a nail in the coffin for him. And you know what I like about it? Well, that's inappropriate. That's a little inappropriate. Oh, you mean like sleeping with a Chinese spy isn't lying about it? You mean like raking Donald Trump over the coals for the Shamuary 6 committee? That wasn't, that wasn't out of line in any way. How about the FISA court, the Steele dossier, raping our country, lying, enriching yourselves, being a corrupt pile of shit? Nope. Nope. That's okay. That's okay. But that, those words, oh, completely out of line. Completely out of line, MTG. Can't be doing that. Well, I guess MTG was out of line. You know what? Lauren Boebert's done it before, too. Let's go to our, uh, let's go to her esteemed colleague, Lauren Boebert, and let's see what she had to say about Eric Fartwell. These are so pathetic and have done so poorly that the left has nothing else to do. But the enemy, them. this is unacceptable. To patrol the internet looking for ways to get offended and then try to target members and strip them of their committees. This is a dumb waste of the House's time. But since... Oh, we lost we lost audio there. That's okay. Well, she goes on to talk about his uh, his uh, relationship with Fang Fang as well. So you know what we're gonna do today, folks? We're gonna end uh, we're gonna end the show on two good new- two good pieces of news here. One, Trump appointed judge overturns Berkeley's California's Berkeley California's natural gas ban. A Trump appointed federal judge has overturned the city of Berkeley's California's uh, ban on natural gas that power ovens, furnaces, and more. How do you like that? We keep winning, you keep losing. Make sure you guys rumble this video. We're trying to get to 1,500 before we stop, okay? And the last good piece of news of today. Now, again, this is just hypothetical. Uh, if Carrie Lake decided she did want to run for U.S. Senate in Arizona, hypothetically, she holds a 28-point lead over the next closest co- opponent. Now, I would like to see Carrie Lake uh, installed as governor like she belongs, but if she doesn't get that, I'd like to see her part of the Trump campaign. However, She would be far more effective for MAGA as a senator. And right now, she holds a 28-point lead, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, that's huge. Anyway, I think one way or another, we are uh, destined to have Carrie Lake in our political futures. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show tonight. But I do know that Will Johnson has a killer show coming up for you next. He's got some great, great breaking news as well, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to keep on rolling here on LFA TV. Uh, Keep locked and loaded right here all day, every day. Check out the store. We got a lot of blowout sales going on. There are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. 
Eli, tell Will to start his countdown because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. Please stay tuned for Will Johnson. Please continue to rumble the videos and our short clips that we post every morning. I'll see you in the morning. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. That's the wrap-up music. Keep spreading the gospel. Peace out. Stop screaming that we first in America